could you pay me in advance? Are you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yep. So. So, hey, everybody. How you doing? It's, yesterday. Um, yesterday. I got to say this before I forget. Oh, yesterday, we're watching Jeopardy on um, Netflix, of all places. And... The deal I have with the girls is um, get six questions right between the two of you and you get to stay up late. And we're doing like tournament of champion stuff because I'm okay. an asshole. Right. So yeah. the category is people, three, three named or, or whatever, people with three, na three names, you know, that kind of thing. Like John yeah. Wilkes Booth. Right. So they ask a question and I forget. I honestly forget what the answer was because I was laughing way too hard. <laughs> um, and and the question was like, this person helped sign the treaty of whatever. And Rip in the corner said, John John Hebrew. <laughs> Out of nowhere. That's what she comes up with. And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, okay, it's not racist. It's not really anti-Semitic. She just put together a name that she thought sounded funny. So yeah. that's it. John John Hebrew. I need to write a movie with the main character as John John Hebrew who has to protect um Christmas. I see. I don't she see mispronounced Christmas Christmas as Christmas <laughs> the other day. Yeah, I told her we don't celebrate Christmas cuz we're not crazy. <laughs> So, John John Hebrew, got anything? No, well, let's start the show for real now. You were going to say your opening thing that you say. Oh, I was just going to say, hey, everybody, we're episode something something. 421. Um, 421. Mm -hmm. Here in the middle of, uh, well, the beginning of September. Uh, we made it to September. Yeah. I filled my car with gas today. Oh, wow. When was the last time you did that? February. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, I believe it. I believe it. It's a ridiculously fuel-efficient car, and you haven't been anywhere more than like a what, like a three-mile radius? Pretty much, yeah. Wait, did we? Nope. Yeah, you're right. No, we went. I went to Connor's farm in um in my car once. Oh, okay. So, so that's five like five miles. Yeah. <laughs> so not that far. Uh so, 
So, all right, this is my last word on Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, let's get this <laughs> done and out of the way. Everyone's, I'm, I'm certain everyone's relief, I am done. <laughs> Did all 12 seasons, and I have to say, all right, um, typically like the last season of a show like that that runs for so long, mm-hmm. at the end of season, season 11, I was just like, all right, they could have ended here, okay? Yeah. And it would have been a good thing. Am I going to be annoyed with what they try to just sort of, like, add on? Okay. In the, um, you know, in the final season. Right, because everybody wants a decent goodbye for their characters. And... Right. And, you know what, I don't want to spoil The show's barely been off, you know, been done. Not even a year. So oh, I'm not really? Gonna... Yeah, it just well, like, it's because everything feels like five years ago now. Yeah. So, but I have to say that for a series to run for so long yeah. and still go out on a, on a really good note, I got to I got I was weepy at the end. Really? They just fucking nailed it. Huh? It was seriously. It was real. It was they did a good job, and it didn't feel like like. It didn't feel like a filler season or anything like that. Like stuff that they did, okay, like relevant and still like a good. You know, it's just like yeah, let's let's see that story. They didn't try to um, force relationships for anybody just because they were finishing up the series. It was just um, it, I'm really really impressed. It was really good, huh. and um, I, I there's a final speech at the end that I definitely got weepy over. It was really, really well. Everybody's just so good. Huh. So Did Sheldon um, get diagnosed and finally get the medication he needs? So, uh, you know what? No spoilers. Yeah. You can tell so, me later. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the, <laughs> only, the only other thing that I've watched is um, that I'm literally like just, it's like the last, like probably 200 frames of the movie, um, 12 Monkeys. Oh, okay. It holds up, I must say. Well, I mean, anytime you do a, a time travel movie, it, it should be able to. Yeah, but sometimes, like, they get a little, like, this is, you know, time travel. The movie, they, did, they made the movie in, like, 1995, and then he's, like, way in the future, but then he comes back to, like, 1996 and 97. Yeah. Uh, he goes back to 1990. So like, but it, it's sometimes, you know, stuff like that can seem kind of, you know, wonky and weird. And, um, I, it kind of worked. <laughs> it still worked. It was, uh, it was good. There was a lot of stuff that I forgot. It was just, um, it was right. great. Yeah. That so, was the first movie where I started to get a decent amount of respect for Brad Pitt. The, the pretty boy who made himself look like a weirdo in this movie. Yeah. yeah that and, uh, and what? And Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Fight so, Club doesn't hold up as well for me. See, I think it does. I watched that recently. I think it still works. Well, the fans kind of ruin it. <laughs> well, it's, it's just become like such a like a cliche, I think, at times. that mm. A cliche that the fans don't understand. They're making fun of you in that movie. Right. Completely. Yeah. So, um... But yeah, I just, um, I don't know. 12 Monkeys holds up. Hmm. Everybody go out and watch it again. It's on, um, where did I see it? HBO Max. Okay. So good. 
Um, what else? There's a date for the second season of um, Mandalorian. Yeah, but there's no trailer, so it gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry. and it starts, I guess, new episodes start on October 30th. Right. Which I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to watch because that's like, I'm going to have a really busy weekend that weekend. That's true, but then you can you can definitely do more than one at a time the next week. Yeah, probably. Or even maybe even throughout like I could probably because they don't drop yeah. them all at once, so that's good. Yeah, so I'll be able to keep up. Um, so oh, you know what I started watching? Did I tell you this Ted Lasso? Yeah, I think you Apple did. Plus. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's not hmm. bad. They do a new episode like every week, so that's um that's been pretty good. There are a couple of things that I thought were going to be kind of cliche that they were going to do that made me kind of like, oh, God, not this. And then they didn't do it. And I'm like, yay, they didn't do that dumb thing where they have a story planted and it's a big miscommunication and everybody's mad but shouldn't be. Yeah, that's just- that's the hardest thing in movies or, or TV is um, when you have your romantic comedy, for instance, and you get to that point where – they have to have an issue to make the the final realization me more meaningful. It's like a little bit of talking would solve all of the sulking you're going to do for the next reel. Yeah, and and it's getting harder and harder. I think to make that a believable thing. Well, I think that I mean romantic comedies. You know, they're going to meet cute. They're going to uh, date. They're going to yeah. get into a fight. They're going to reconcile. Yeah. They're going to be fine. But the All fight right? has to be, it can't be like, oh, Joey said you wore uh, the wrong shoes. It has to be something way more um, right. important now than just, you know, our your typical John Hughes. Uh, I saw you with somebody else and I'm not going to ask you what was going on. I'm just going to get mad. Yeah. No, but, and that's the thing. It's just like, I think that the, the journey through all that stuff that we expect mm. has to be good. The chemistry between the two leads needs to be good, and there needs to be um, enough variety and weird shit getting from point A to point B because we all know where this movie ends. Right, right. Um, so make it worth my while. Spend your time. You know, go through. Write it a little bit more. <laughs> it's just like you know give us a good reason why you two you know are you know fucked up and yeah. why are you back together you know make me want to sit through the schmaltzy reconciliation right you know and that's like i'll watch i'll watch harry met sally you know time and time again because it is the perfect romantic comedy you just like these two so much I can't remember the last time I watched it, so I have no opinion. Oh my god, I love that movie. Well, you're more of a you're more of a who who directed that? Rob Reiner. Yeah, I was going to say Rob Reynolds, and that's not right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're more of a Reiner guy, and I'm more of a Hughes kind of guy, so uh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I mean, there's no there's no point in arguing that because they both did great stuff. So, yeah, oh, definitely. So that's fine. There was something I was gonna say, something that the kids did. I forget, totally forget. 
what was funny that I was going to tell the story about. Oh, I saw something cool when I was uh, hanging with Rick at Sneaker Museum. We've been going through like oh, all is the these... show over already. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to get it out there because, no, this was really kind no, of. No, no, it's, it's just a joke. So we're going through like old concert T-shirts that he had that look amazing, like pristine. Like they look brand new. And um, he had one from uh, Prince Prince's World Tour 1985. Oh, wow. Like it looks like the shirt looks brand new. Huh. He had Steve Martin's like wild and crazy guy tour from 1978. Yeah. I remember that. Shirt, I remember that album. I listened to that yeah. album so yeah. much. Shirt looks brand new. Like this, this stuff is, and then like we started getting into, well, let's just look online and see if people have these and are selling them. The, um, the Prince one we saw for like $750. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. But the never shirt, worn too. I mean, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole nother thing right there. Yeah, but and even the one that we saw online for seven hundred and fifty bucks, it had like through one of the um through one of the letters the the silk screening stuff mm. uh, was like scratched. Uh. So um and and Rick's isn't there's perfect. <laughs> he he had the the shirt from his first concert, which was in nineteen seventy six. He went to go see Wings. You know Paul Paul McCartney's I know, band. I know Wings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah. Wait, how old would he have been? He was like 12, 11 okay. or 12. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Because I knew he was like somewhere in our age range, somewhere. Yeah, he's four years older than me. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, so that puts him eight older than you. So he did a lot of concerts then, huh? So, yeah, oh my God, yeah. We have, I think we're up to 10 bins of just like miscellaneous music and then there's like another like i don't know eight bins of just grateful dead uh and then like not a fan but i can appreciate it oh my god yeah it's and and he's just like oh i remember that at one point he goes oh i remember that there was like one of the shirts it was like a crosby stills nash show he goes i remember that show i lost my wallet i told my dad i got mugged (laughs) (laughs) how the fuck do you remember that (laughs) you know but it's i mean that's what's so great about you know this collection of stuff of his because he like did this stuff because he loved it yeah you know so anyway so i gave you some time to try to remember what you were going to say no i couldn't remember (laughs) that so um they i got i had nothing going on today so i was going to sleep a little bit later because it was nice and cool in the morning window on fan blowing you know top speed on the bed you know good sleeping weather not not anymore it's um fucking humid and uh, 73 and humid. So it feels like an oppressive, like, 85. Yeah. Which sucks. Anyway. Um, so I hear what sounds like a chainsaw. And I'm like, all right. Well, it's, it's like going to be Labor Day weekend. People are going to start projects. I guess that makes sense. So Alan comes upstairs. Meanwhile, Hera's laying with me in bed, which is like... You know, I really wish my parents let me have pets when we were little because it's, it's a great feeling like after your wife gets up to go to work to like have the dog lay down and like, you know, cuddle up against you. It's just nice. I like yeah. that. Except today I was laying on my back and she laid across my stomach and became a seatbelt. 
And then, you know, when dogs fall asleep, they get heavier, like exponentially heavier. She just kept getting heavier and heavier and heavier. So I moved her. Anyway, she comes upstairs and the other dog comes up. Roxy comes up and she is just a, 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 a tongue tornado. Like she just licks. Oh, that's your face? Lick. And just keeps going. Like she doesn't say hi. She wanted to be pet the other day. What did she do? Punched me in the eye with the bottom of her foot. <laughs> like right like all of her pads in the soft part of my eye and all of her nails along my eyebrow thanks thanks dog i'm awake now but other than that they're great anyway so she comes up and she's like what is that noise and she's like they're cutting down the bushes out back now the bushes it's like a privacy screen of like boxwood that have grown really tall and um we're like well those are on our property and she's like yeah they're putting up a fence. I'm like, fucking dum-dums. Because we have a sign out front that says reliable fence, and they're coming in two weeks. We were right? going to have our entire yard done. So what are they going to have a fence up against your fence? No, that was the concern. What, what are we going to do? Are we going to have a six-inch thing? Are they going to put it right up against the other one? No, they put the fence up first, so they forfeit that six inches of property because they put the fence up first. If we chose not to put a fence up, it's, it's by default, you know, until the fence comes down. Like if we put flowers and stuff there, it's our yard because they can't access it. So we're like, okay, surprise fence day, apparently. Um. But can't you just cancel your fence now? Oh, never mind. There's one there. Well, we called them. Ellen called them. And um, that's when she got the date. She's like, okay, it'll be like between the 14th and the 18th. It depends on um, how much it rains in between now and then. But we'll call you a couple days beforehand when it's definite. Fine. That's the kind of communication I want. You know? At least there's a there's a date. And, um, yeah. And, and she said, okay, Ellen gave the name of the guy that came out and, and walked the yard and, and did the, the write-up for it. And a little bit later, when I was out uh, picking up my medicine and aspirin and coffee creamer, those were my errands that I had to do. And I was only late because Nova took a shower by going upstairs and sitting down and not getting in the shower when I thought she was in the shower. <laughs> But I mean, uh, it was we were only, I was only twenty minutes past what I thought it would be, so it was because eh, Target was packed anyway. So she said to him, "Okay, so I know we have this estimate written up, but when we woke up today, we found a surprise fence in our backyard." And he laughed because he's probably seen this happen before, and he's like, "Okay, so basically, it's the entire back part of our lot." They went from their property line on on the left to the right and that goes past ours because they bought two strips two plots that were the cities originally they bought theirs to add to to their whole thing otherwise it'd be this overgrown strip that the city won't maintain it's weird just, weird it is it is weird the way the land's divided up but now it's part of their property so that's good they're good they'll take care of that um, they have two pit bulls, Hazel and mm, I don't know the other dog's name. I don't know the human's name, but I know the dog's name. Um, and they have two kids. They put up a jungle gym 
And I'm sure they just they, they put it up just for privacy, but they're probably 10 or 15 years younger than we are. Um, they didn't tell us it was going to happen because we would have said, hey, we already have this all set. Because we had the land surveyed, and the wife or girlfriend, I can't remember. I don't think they're married, but whatever. Who cares? Um, she talked to the guy doing the survey. So <laughs> she knew. I don't know. I think it's friends of theirs, but from what I've seen of the crew putting it in, it's it's straight. It looks sturdy. It's all fine. And honestly, that's 75 feet of fence I don't have to worry about. Yeah, that's great. So they knocked a decent amount off. Nice. So that's good. And um, they'll run it. Apparently, they'll run it right up. Whether they put another post in the corner up against their fence or they attach it to that fence. I don't know. They probably will have to do a separate post. Just do a separate post. Yeah, that makes the most sense because then it's not technically touching theirs. Right. Um, I'm touching you. I'm not touching you. Right. But that also that also reduces the amount of time they have to have to uh, be here. So it'll get done quicker, which is That's great. It's, it's totally great. And um, so I sent you the picture of the countertop I put in. Yeah, that looked really good. It was nice, right? I say yeah. was. Um, like, that's a problem. What I <laughs> forgot to do was measure the opposite side of the stove for the cabinet going in over there. Now, the stove, the gas stove, has this this foot thing screwed to the floor. It's an anti-tipping. Like, the, the one of the leveling feet slides into it so it stays sturdy. Yeah. And um, it was just, it was just over, literally a quarter of an inch too far. Everything everything from the stove from the left side of the stove over was just a quarter of an inch too far, which sucked. So what we did was, we pulled that leveling foot out, we unscrewed the countertop from the cabinets, shifted everything over a quarter of an inch, and then I shoved that fucking cabinet into that space. <laughs> it's not attached to the wall the uh the doors were crooked they didn't line up at the top i shimmed it until it's fucking perfect the doors open and close fucking done right so i'm like i'm like your typical new england carpenter kid it's fucking done fucking done kid <sighs> yeah so we got we had to put kills up because when we took the cabinets down it was the original wall, like plaster from 120 years ago. Wow. Yeah. But it's so weird having that space open. I don't like looking at it right now. It's really weird. I like changes, but like the entire time I've known my wife from, like, we were like, when was I? I was coming over here probably when we were 10 or 12 years old. And um, the whole time it's, it's looked like that the way it used to. And now it's different, and it's like, oh, I, I'm glad. I'm glad we have new cabinets. I'm glad we patched up all the holes. Now there's no fucking way a mouse is ever going to get through because everything is patched up. But it's weird. But the money we're going to save on the fence, now we can actually throw into tile for the backsplash and a new hood, which would be good. That's good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. 
I'm really surprised uh, the way things are working out this year, considering all the bad shit that's going on. Like, our house is benefiting way more than any person I know. The house is like, this is my fucking year. I can't get COVID. (laughs) Fuck you. Like, I can't get COVID. (laughs) Did you see The Rock, his wife and two daughters just recovered from it? Did they recover or they just... I no, heard? he didn't say anything until they were all back to whatever level of health they were at prior. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad they're fine. He's... he's. I like him a lot. I think he's... He's such a big, massive guy. I'm surprised COVID didn't just go, oh, hey, uh, sorry about that. Let me just... I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. But he actually said one of his quotes was, it was the hardest thing he's ever had to deal with in his life personally and then watching his kids have it was the other hardest thing he's ever had to deal with in his life yeah just having to deal with like his his family as well as well as his own health that's yeah yeah. but if that if it was the hardest thing he's ever had to do can you imagine how normal human beings are not fucking superheroes (laughs) jesus and that scares me even more because the hardest thing I ever had to do was quit smoking and yeah, bury we, that one guy. But still, <laughs> we all had to suffer through your quitting smoking. Yeah, but you all helped. And I do appreciate that. <laughs> oh, man. Good old days. Yeah. It had to happen, though. It really did. Didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Was I really that bad? No, no, no. Okay, no. all right. It was, it was always it was a it was a fun little rush. Ah, don't worry about him. He's just he he quit smoking. Oh, all right. Yeah, just, yeah. Like just stay the fuck out of his way for the next six to eight months. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And then and then once it all got out of my system, it was all I was. I think I, I still. I mean, I still needed uh, obviously uh, medication for my mental problems. But um, <laughs> fuck, we we grow and we learn, right? Yeah, exactly. So, we do. Nice thing is we're still friends, and I appreciate that. Because a lot of those people don't talk to me anymore. So, I went through my uh, friends list and dumped all the people that like Trump. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had four of them. Wow. Yeah. I think that was more than that. Yeah, I I just couldn't. I had posted something, and somebody that I never talked to in high school decided to chime in and I'm like nope fuck you you're out just I don't need that shit I don't need that kind of negativity in my life no I can find plenty of other negativity in my life yeah yeah like there's some people I know that would follow him to see what he's saying but the ones that 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 I that I dumped definitely followed him because they are misguided and honestly, I believe that they're misguided. They're Republicans, and they think they need to follow him. You don't. You don't have to. You can just walk away. <laughs> you can. I mean, is this right? Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think I I go onto Facebook like I took it off my phone. Mm. I go on like once for about fifteen or twenty minutes a day. Mm. And it, because Facebook tells me, you know, people's birthdays and sometimes I'll see a news article like right. you know, breaking news stuff, yeah. um, you know, sort of jumps out of. But I'll, I'll 
do more on Twitter or Instagram than than Facebook. I just I can't I can't do Twitter. I just I just it just doesn't feel good to me. I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with Twitter. Like sort of making it it work is a little bit um is, is it's such a weird thing. So yeah. and I that to really dig it, you've really got to spend a lot of time on it and um I don't. <laughs> so no, seriously, I have to, you know, deal with the like, well, you're replying or you're retweeting and how does that show up and how does that look you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm trying to maintain a thread and do folks actually see it in the order like it's just again, it's just spending more time on it would answer a lot of these questions for me and I just mm. I just so I do like getting on there and telling the president to go fuck himself. I'm That's the big, only time I will go on there is if I so, see him say something incredibly stupid, I'll, I'll, I'll log in. And I've only done it like two or three times because what's the point? He doesn't care. He's not watching. No. But, um, but it feels good. It does. It really does. So it's his little – he's just an asshole. So Now, have you seen the new thing? That he was saying about the uh, people in black, um, oh, with with what gear the, on planes. Everyone's just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, when I was in Philadelphia, we had this this these two people uh, that were like friends of my grandmother, and they've been friends for so long they become unofficial family. Um, yeah. So uh, Aunt Jesse and Uncle Raymond, and uh, she died way well before him. And um, he was in a home toward the end, and he thought that there were UFOs uh, trying to kill him outside of his window. And uh, as sad as dementia is, um, it sounds real fucking familiar now, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Men on planes? Trump just likes to just go, you know, know, this is what I heard. This is what people are saying. This is what's being investigated. And then there was one CNN guy who's just like, this is... This is like this is so dumb. It's not even like worth fact checking. Like it's just so stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, honestly, the scariest thing he said has been the um the 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 all the the people on the airplanes controlling everything because that sounds like delusional. Fuck, are you talking about? Dude? Yeah, it's not even like the oh, you should vote by mail and in person. It's like yeah, we fucking get it. You're trying to cheat. I understand. Right. Cut the shit. Yeah. But what this is- other one is like next. He's gonna start rambling on about men from UFOs. Oh God, I hope that happens. That would be amazing. It would be because then, like, what choice do you have but to get him out of office? Yeah, and then let Pence not get reelected. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's 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 pretty scary hearing the I mean, shit he's I, saying. I said this four years ago, but he Trump can't win, can he? Uh, you know, like is this country that fucked up? I see all this stuff about Republicans are like uh, like real, real Republicans that are like we differ on these few things. Republicans, not like Tea Party, Ted Cruz. Louis Gohmert, batshit, fucking rancid sacks of meat, garbage, fucking people. garbage, fire people. Yeah. Like, 
like more of like like I think back to um you know, before Nixon was an asshole. <laughs> you know? Like we disagreed with shit he did. Like Vietnam. But he wasn't praising Nazis. Why? He wasn't telling terrorists that they were doing a great job. Because Kyle Rittenhouse is a fucking terrorist. Why did that little fucker have a gun? He's 17. I don't know. Because his fucking mother gave it to him or some shit. I don't know. He can't have that. He can't have one. And he brought him to crime. Like, like everything he did was, was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And then them saying, oh, look, they're beating him uh, to, 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 to death with a skateboard. Uh, unprovoked. The no, way- he already shot like, somebody. The sh- yeah, he shot somebody. And then he sort of went running down the street. People started chasing him. Yeah. And that's the dude with the skateboard went at him. Mm-hmm. And they got into a scuffle. He got shot. Then there was another dude that got shot. But it was like he shot someone first or at someone first. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, if you're gonna hit somebody with a skateboard, if you're gonna hit somebody with a skateboard, you gotta hit him with the trucks. You gotta hit him with the metal part that holds the wheels onto the board. Yeah, I mean that's just one on one. You gotta take him out. Just if they've shot somebody, knock them the fuck out. I'm no hero. Fuck that. I'm walking on. Walking the other. You take a shot. Going the other direction. Mm. I'd be the first to say it. Yeah, he needs he needs to he needs to be tried in his adult and go to jail. Yeah, he won't though. I don't know, that's what they say they want to do. That would be great. I mean, yeah. it would be fantastic if that actually happens. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad we're recording today. Uh that's I didn't put it off uh because first, I I didn't have anything else going on today. Um but second, Tomorrow is new video game day. What are you getting? Um, I'm getting that Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remaster that uh, has been reviewed as this is how you remaster a game. Because the Tony Hawk games are some of my favorite back in 2000 and 2001. Yeah. Um, and I played the demo. Uh, and it's, it's, it's almost like jumping right back into it. Really, I played it on a PlayStation, so the it's just a little bit different the way the hands set up. Um, but yeah, oh, it's so much fun. I love those games, and it's one and two. They didn't they didn't fucking cheat us and be like, here's part one. Okay, six months. Here's part two. Oh, now here's a pack with them together. No, it's all of it and extras. So good. And then I fucking gave in and pre-ordered that Avengers game. <laughs> because <laughs> there's so many fucking ads for it yeah i'm like all right i hope it's good i don't even know what the fuck is going on in it i didn't pay any attention to the ads except i just kept seeing them i'm like all right fuck you i'll give it a shot it was an impulse it was an impulse pre-order now are you still getting physical games or are you just down oh no i am completely digital now yeah because the good thing about that is if I have the digital one and um, the drive breaks, then I can just re-download everything. It'll keep, it'll keep track on my live account what I have, and I can just re-download it uh, from anywhere. And because I've already paid for it, no problem. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to go out and find another disc or any of that shit. 
Right. Yay, the cloud. So, yeah, um, I, I was resistant uh, at first with movies and, and, and all that. Like, I like having the box. It's like, it's like moving from albums to cassettes. You know, it's like, oh, I, I love the liner notes, you know, when it folds open or, or all the lyrics are readable in them. Um, and then CDs got bigger than cassettes, so you could actually read that stuff. And then uh, do they write liner notes anymore? I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I, no, I haven't bought a physical CD in, I don't know, five or six years hmm. easily. I might have picked one up here and there off of eBay. Um, but that's just to get it into my library. I haven't bought a physical book aside from John Irvin in the last, I don't know, seven years or so. Mm. Um, I do still get the physical New Yorker delivered. Two of them still? No, no, no. <laughs> straightened out. Okay. <laughs> That only I think that they overlapped like for like there was like two issues that oh, okay. So okay. um and like the deal I got included Wired magazine, which you know, like I would rather read Wired articles online yeah. because the magazine itself, the way they lay it out, like sometimes ads look like articles and articles look like ads because of the yep. way it's been that way. I've been I've subscribed to Wired like a bunch of different times over the last like twenty years, mm. and I was just like, and I'm always just like, why the fuck do I do this? It's the same <laughs> thing every time. I mean, the, the reason I did it this time, it was like sort of bundled in a really good deal with the New Yorker, so uh, I'm just like, right, fine. Uh, but it's the same. It's the same thing. At least if I see a Wired article online somewhere, I can click it. I can read the article. Yeah. <laughs> And just fucking be done with it. Well, the other, the other problem with physical magazines is they're so far behind compared to the internet. Unless, unless you're writing some kind of investigative piece and, yeah, it's, and it's not published online, what's the yeah, point? Right. And, I mean, New Yorker is, is weekly, so that's pretty, you know, and you get some really good in-depth articles. True, true. So, and the cartoons. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. Hey, um, Tenet goes into um, movie theaters this week, apparently. Yeah, good for Tenet. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how much money it'll make. We should get back into playing the, the movie game. Andy, <laughs> <if you're seen>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, seriously, I wonder, I wonder what it'll do. Like, if you had to, if you had to guess what Tenet was going to make this weekend, because it's this weekend, right? This is, it's an absolutely, like, free-for-all with guessing. Who the fuck knows? I'm gonna right? say, I'm gonna say, twenty million dollars. Okay, the first number that went into my head was fifty. Fifty? Yeah, because of drive-ins. We'll see. I don't know. I All right, don't know. so somewhere between twenty and fifty. Yeah, it'll probably be like thirteen. I think it's way too early. They yeah, sh- no, they I should have held on to it. But I guess showcases starting to open too. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, I just um, yep, nope, not ready. And even I even watched AMC's little video there about what they're doing. Oh yeah, you uh, saw that, right? Yeah. yeah, like okay, guys, you have okay. a great time. Good luck. 
It's like we're going to spray every seat in between every show. No, you're not. Yeah. You say you're going to, and you'll do it for like four days. But then the weekend will hit, and it'll get busy. And then all of your minimum wage ushers are going to be like, fuck this. I'm not getting yelled at to do this and all this extra stuff. All right. So Tenet is playing in Woburn today at, let's see, doesn't, oh, also New Mutants is playing. Yeah, nobody cares about that, apparently. So a tenant is playing one, two, three, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, twelve shows. Hmm. So it tells me that there's a 435. I wonder how long it is. It's probably on three screens. Yeah, so the 435 gets out for the 615 to play, and then the yeah, so it's probably three. Mm. Plus, they can't have that many people in it. I heard New Mutants was terrible. Yeah, you surprised? It's a mutant movie. Yeah, exactly. They just can't seem to get that shit together. I'll watch it because it's not the X Men. And oh, I'll watch it, and I like the people in it. Keep up with it. Yeah. But I'm very interested to see what uh, Marvel will do with the mutants. Yeah. And let's see. They're still charging full price for tickets. Well, that's fair. I don't have a problem with that. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I'm going to say 20, 20 million. Yeah, I... I can't really argue with that, but I'll I'll say how about this? I'll go thirty five. Okay. Because fifty is way too high. Right. Now watch it make a hundred million dollars because There's no way. No, not with the theaters half full and it only no. being on three screens. Right. At a twenty screen theater. Right. Normally with a movie like that, it would be on like what? Six. Easy. Two thousand screens across the country. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, maybe thirty five. Thirty five hundred. Yeah. Because it's going to go to all the IMAX screens as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad. I mean, Nolan does some interesting things visually. I still feel like this is some sort of like weird sequel to Inception. Mm. You know, it's just like one of those movies you're going to walk out of and go, yeah, I totally got what was going on. (laughs) It's like, you're a fucking liar. No, you didn't. (laughs) You need to see it three more times. No, I already, you- I already get what's going on. He tries to make really intelligent stuff, and it's not that smart. That's what's going on. Yeah, complexity doesn't necessarily make make it, it smart. It was, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Except- look at the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. That was a complex plot. Oh my god, it was just like, oh wait a minute, we've we've got more paper. Um somebody else screw somebody else over. It was so many double crosses. Let's do a triple triple cross. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, okay, if we're in this theater any longer, um apparently I'm going to get the compass. Well what people may not know is that when we test screen this this movie, um one of us fell asleep for half of it. <laughs> Woke up, and the other one was like, okay, now I can go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it didn't matter, because I no. don't know what the fuck that movie was about. Davy Jones was in it, so that was okay. 
I've watched I've watched all the 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 pirates movies recently, and they get progressively unnecessarily complicated. Yeah. It's just like why? Yeah. Why? The you first know, one was the first one was very straightforward. It's hey, guess what? We have um. We, we have uh, gold that should be in this pile over here. And until it is, we're all zombies. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, I, and that's perfectly fine. It's just like, all right, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, also, too, you know, like this guy wants to be a swordsman and this guy's a pirate and she doesn't want to marry that guy. That's it. Yeah. And, and also, like, it's like Will Turner is kind of a dick in the sec, like in the next two movies. Mm. It's like it's great that he looks all earnest and lovey-dovey and stuff like that. Oh, he's in love, blah, blah, fuck you. You know, <laughs> it's just like you make no goddamn sense. You're a jerk. You know, also, what is Orlando Bloom doing now? Oh, that's a good question. He had a good run in the early 2000s, but... What's he doing now? Are you checking? Yeah, I'm checking. Let's see. Uh, so the other day, well, before well, this is coming up here, um, okay, I guess it already came up. Um, he was in Carnival Row in 2019. Um, all right, let's go back. He was Legolas in the last Hobbit movie in 2014. It's in a movie called Digging for Fire. He was in one episode of a TV series called Easy in a movie called Unlocked. Then he was as Will Turner in Dead Men Tell No Tales. He was in Retaliation, another TV movie. Carnival Row, the whole series, I guess. And the Outpost, um, which just came out. And he has Needle in a Time Stack and The Prince, where he plays the voice of Prince Harry, um, which is announced. It uh, looks like an animated satirical look at the uh, monarchy. Okay, so he's doing some had a stuff. First half of the two thousands, but he's also also Alan Cummings. Alan Cumming is in um, is in um, the Prince. So that's not that's not a bad top two. People. No, that that's cool, but it's also very kind of like I mean, where was Orlando? He was like this big, like you know. Well, he did big- his thing. He did his thing. He was uh, he was Legolas. He was a pirate. It's fine. He's good. I mean, it's too too. Whether the movies were great all the way through or not, uh, you know that those are two pretty iconic roles. I would, I would sit back on residuals with those. <laughs> yeah, he's like what thirty? How old is he? Oh, I closed it. I don't know. He's born in seventy seven. Forty is he? Forty so. forty three. All right. Well, he's up there. Shit, he's old. <laughs> no, see, I would have put him at like like eight to ten years younger than that. Hmm. Well, then he would have been in his twenties filming The Hobbit. Okay. Eh. Maybe it's because he's like an, an elf and he just looks young. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of foundation and blending going on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I so. don't know either. I don't know. Everything's everything's awful. I can't even like. Uh, th- what is? Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, 
on the plus side, my my wife's work did um, announce that they will be remote until at least March. Oh, that's good to know. Yes. Is she excited? Is she liking working at home? She never wants to go back. There's no need to go back. If she can do this job remote for a year, there is no need to go back. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I did see there was this meme um, in my like 15 minutes on Facebook today where it was just like a kid. It was just like a kid saying, well, no more snow days. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Well, we've got Zoom now. We we will never not have, you know, school. Yeah. They'll just be able to just turn it on. Yeah. They, but on the plus side, they get out earlier. School vacation starts earlier. Yeah. So that's good. I don't know. I think they should just, and I've been saying this for years, they should do school year round. Yeah. It's two months off in the summer. Just keep going. Pay teachers more, obviously. You know what? You give them, you give them two weeks. Two weeks off, that's fine for the reset. Yeah, get rid of like April vacation. Or or have a have a February. Like, I can see getting rid of February vacation because yeah, well, you just were off for Christmas. So, so yeah, move like April vacation to maybe May or March. Move it back. March is a is a block of dates that's just intimidating when you look at the calendar. It's like ugh. Yeah, that's true. There's there's no days off in in March. Then April May. Then you get like do two weeks. Like June into July, so it covers the um, the whole holiday, the Fourth of July holiday. Yeah, um, and then yeah, just keep going. Yeah, you could actually have it rotating from um, state to state. There's 52 weeks, right? There's 50 states, so then everybody doesn't go on vacation all at the same time. Oh yeah, that's a good idea, right? So, like, all of Massachusetts would have off, like, in March, two weeks in March, and then New Hampshire is, is the next two weeks, and bam, 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 like that. And then not everybody's flooding Disney World, and some businesses could have a steady stream of income instead of freaking yeah. out and having it all at once. Seasonal. And with, you know climate change and all that soon it'll be summer everywhere yep <laughs> yep so that's fine i guess <laughs> yeah i'm sure i think new england's gonna get a lot of snow this winter they said that last year and we got well, almost year, nothing yeah. huh last year really wasn't too bad even i didn't complain that much yeah no i don't remember hearing anything not on facebook maybe like it's too cold but that was it. It yeah. was actually too cold to snow at a couple points. Yeah, that's man, that that fucking cold morning thing when you the first 10 minutes in your car you're just saying fuck. Yeah, it's like deep space cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really? there was so little snow. I think I might have shoveled once, but the girls did the rest and they might have gone out twice. That's there's nothing happened last year, and they said it's going to be the snowiest year. Fuck you, it is not. <laughs> there's too much heat for it to snow I don't know now. What that means. Ugh. 
I don't know. I did see that um, California is going to get some record heat coming up. It's going to be 116 in Palm Springs. All right. Like, what the fuck? I feel bad. Real bad well, for them. Like 106 somewhere. Is that the highest? That it hit somewhere like Death Valley or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but yeah. It was a record. I think it was like 106 where it hit somewhere in like California or Arizona or something. But they're saying it could go 10 degrees higher, so. Wow. Who knows? <laughs> Fucking. We never yeah, know. There's no global no, warming. Murder hornets. We didn't get the murder hornets. I actually would have liked to see that. I wouldn't have minded. Oh, when yeah. I went to pick up my pills today. This was funny. There's a, a nurse at the door of the place talking to people. And um, she's asked, she has to ask everybody all these questions. Do you have any cough? Have you been uh, near anyone with COVID? All the, all the normal questions you would be asked going into a building. Right? And I'm laughing as she's asking me. <laughs> and I'm like, lady, I don't leave my house. This is the first place I've been in like two weeks. It was just funny. I just answered her questions normal, but I know Nova Nova was with me, and I know she's like, the fuck is, what? No. The guy barely gets out of fucking bed. Come on. It's the first time I've seen him in three days. The only reason he's here is because he needs his brain pills. (laughs) And his wife won't go get him. (laughs) Oh, I know what I've been watching. What? Lower Decks. The Star Trek parody cartoon. Oh, how is it? I laugh at it. It's actually kind of well done. (laughs) With the caveat that it's about Star Trek. Yeah, but still, I kind of grew up in a Star Trek house because of my dad. He wouldn't go out on dates with my mom on Fridays until Star Trek was over. Wow. And they still got married. That's how to keep that spark alive. I guess you need a Dr. McCoy to do it. I guess. But like... But it's a good show? I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's a half hour every week. And um, Any like notable voices? Um, it- not ones that stick out and you're like, oh, that's that guy. But all the voices really fit the characters really well. Now, does it is it like an official canon Star Trek show? I don't know if it's canon, but it does have a lot of the same names attached to it that you see yeah. in Star Trek credits. Um, it's got a little bit of a Rick and Morty look to it. Yeah, um, I've seen images from it. Yeah, the way the monsters are designed, or aliens, I should say, definitely has a, a Rick and Morty feel to it. Um but I mean that could just be to to aid with um, the speed which they can animate it with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, so far it's 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 pretty clever. They're they're doing some character development. Um, I I s- sort of look forward to it. So yeah, and it's on a ship that's not the Enterprise. They mentioned the Enterprise as like, that's the one you want to be on um, because that makes sense. But other than that, everybody's, yeah. Yeah, I like when they do, um, 
when they do stories that sort of run parallel with well-established stuff. Remember there was a, there was a sitcom on TV for a little bit about like, like people who live in like, uh, metropolis, you know, it's like the people yes. that Abed, Abed was in it. What's his name? Uh, Danny Pudi was in. There. Yeah. 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 And I, our friend Peter was in an episode of it. He was on a train. The same week he was on um, Superstore. On um, fuck, what was yeah, that? No, show? Superstore. Super Superstore. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember getting a, getting a text from Greg. I just saw Peter on TV twice. Like <laughs> yeah, so, I forget what the name of that other show was, but it wasn't bad. It was actually starting to come into its own uh, when it got canceled. It's too bad. That could have been like that show. That show should have been on like Netflix yeah. or something like that. Or that's a show that should get picked up by like the Warner Brothers folks and throw on HBO Max or like yeah, do a do a I don't know if there was a Marvel version of it because it would be easy enough to turn that concept into you know any other you know like a like a funny Shield where it's all sort of happening on the periphery of the yeah. real. Yeah, like um, like the Marvel, um, like um, sorry, Star Wars did with the Tag and Bink comic where they were just total fuck ups, but they were fucking up, up the ladder. Yeah, and like they were the they were the uh, the royal guards with the emperor and 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 they they just they just everything's their fault. Yeah, that stuff was pretty funny. Yeah. So um. Yeah, so that's you've been watching that. That's um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'll. I gotta um, I've got like a lot to do, so I'm trying <laughs> not to get anything right new. Right. So I mean, it's so easy to find stuff to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's true. Twelve monkeys. <laughs> so, but, but I just got home. Like I got home last night, and um, I was just like, I just, I just want to watch a movie. I just wasn't feeling great, so mm. I'm just like want to chill sit back and just get lost in a movie that even if i fall asleep during it i don't care yeah you know yeah that's how my a lot of my um extracurricular movie watching has been um when i'm not showing girls uh the girls the classic horror stuff and sci-fi stuff or watching it for otc it's been a lot of like going back to stuff that's just okay i i can recite this tv show word for word so I can do this over here while that's happening, kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's and it honestly, Bob's Burgers for for us is just like that kind of comfort show where it's like, all right, I like these characters. Oh, I remember. <laughs> Rip turned to me and said, "So, Dad, which character would I be on Always Sunny in Philadelphia?" And without thinking, I said, "Fucking none of them." <laughs> I said the closest you could get to being a character on that show, the closest would be Ben the Soldier, but you're not that stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I said those are the worst people, and I would never, ever think you are one of them. Yeah. Although, and then, you know, I follow that up with, although as soon as the lights go out, Nova falls asleep, just she is a fucking bird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was that was an interesting one because it it was it was more of a visceral response of like, oh, 
No. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> and that's how it should be, which now shows me I get the show way more than I did, you know, when you told me I should check it out. So, yeah. Have you ever um have you ever seen any of Brie Larson's stuff on uh YouTube? No. People love to hate her for some reason. Mm. So that automatically makes me like want to like her. Well, I think I think with her and now correct me if I'm wrong, my opinion is that she does a lot of the stuff she does on purpose. Like the the aloof attitude or getting angry at weird things or pulling you know resting bitch face during interviews or fucking with thor i think a lot of that stuff is hard deadpan humor and people don't get it yeah that's exactly i think that's exactly it and she's just like this like when you look at some of her videos like on instagram on youtube she's just like this goofy idiot who just wants to do whatever she wants to do and she's lucky enough that she gets paid really well you know i really think that if she like worked at target she'd still be just this goofy idiot you know i could see that so um yeah i mean but she's like super talented too you know like i've heard her sing and and um that that was her in scott pilgrim yeah so I just um, I like her. I think she's she's kind of cracks me up. I like her a lot in uh, on Community as Abed's girlfriend. Yeah, I can't I can't remember her name. Um, but yeah, I think I think a lot of stuff is is taken out of context or people don't understand the joke she's telling, and it comes well, she, off as being an asshole. She did this this video where she was talking about auditions. Right. Mm. And things that she auditioned for. And she would tell the story of going to audition for, you know, uh, I I can't even pick a movie out, but it's like a well-known movie that obviously she didn't get. But she was just like, oh, yeah, this one, blah, blah, blah. I didn't get it. (laughs) Like, uh, obviously, we know she didn't get it. But it's just funny that she says, I didn't get it. All right. All right. Some of the comments somewhere, people goes, we know you didn't get it. But like. It's just okay. Like, yeah, just fuck. Just get off the girl's back. People love to hate her. They hated her Captain Marvel performance, which I thought was perfectly fine. Yeah, I didn't have any issue, and she worked really well in um, in the follow up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, it's not like Disney's going to change their mind. They cast her. It was a deliberate decision that they probably took months to make. Yeah. And I love when people go, she should just step down. <laughs> yeah, let me I, walk away from millions and millions yeah, exactly. of dollars. Yeah, exactly. I hope that she sees those comments and goes, hmm, let me check my bank account. Nah, I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking people. And it's yeah. all the same people. It's the same people. It really is. Do you yeah. see the picture of the guy that, that they said was Kyle Rittenhouse's dad? Which he isn't, by the way. The one with the... um. With the with the sweatpants pulled up, so he has this huge moose knuckle going on. <laughs> no, and um, he's got a gun tucked into the sweatpants, but the sweatpants are, are pulled up over where his belly starts to round out. <laughs> Fucking disgusting! Those are the people complaining about her. Yeah, oh, that's, <laughs> it's, it's just 
Uh, haters on the internet, man. Yeah. They suck. They really do. Everybody needs to chill out. Now, yeah. did you see this thing with John Boyega saying that they um they wasted his character? That you know Disney what? wasted his character. Fuck John Boyega. I mean, I just like that's the story's not about him. Well, I have I have I have an opinion. <laughs> okay. My opinion is Didn't you read the script? Right. Like he had a lot to do in Last Jedi. He was he was he was half of the whole thing basically. He woke up, he had all his funny lines. He got sent on a mission. It was him and Rose. They were captured on the Star Destroyer. And the whole story comes together with everybody in the same area because Ray gets onto that same ship. And then, you know, like he leads or, or is part of the attack, the, the Hoth style attack on, um, Creighton. And he's going to sacrifice himself and then subverted expectations. Rose stops him. And, um, he had a lot to do. He was actually kind of a major character in that. He had a lot to do in all three movies. What the fuck did he want? But in the last movie, he didn't do shit. Well, you know what, though? And that's not... That's not the story. But that's not Disney's fault. That's the screenwriter's fault. Right. And But you know what, though? Disney also said, yeah, we're good with this story. And, you know... It's like, like, how much, like, what else would you have Finn do? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. But complaining about it two years later, I fucking hate that character to begin with. All he does is yell, "Ray, Ray, shut well, up!" Well, in the last movie, yeah, that is all he does. Oh, but in the other ones, he does. Out. He does a lot. Like what? What? It's not about him. Like it's not you. Like you? Do you see? Like. Lando Calrissian going, well, you know, I really wasn't happy with what I had to do in Jedi Mm. or what I had to do in Empire. You know, they really maligned me. I didn't, you know, we didn't get my whole story. Fuck you. It's not his story. Well, to be fair, I mean, Finn was the second character introduced to us. Okay. And it did seem like he was going to play a major part, and he kind of did. I'm glad that we saw him. Less of them. Fucking hate him. Yeah, uh, part of me. Part of me. Well, what's he trying to say? Is he trying to sit there and go, the screenwriter was writing this movie and he went, you know what? Fuck Finn. He's black. I'm not putting him in this. I'm not putting him in this movie anymore. Like, does he really think that that was like, like a conscious? That's just where the story is. The story's not about him. Not at it's that a, point, no. No. Not at any point. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, in it, in Last Jedi, he has a lot to do. He is important to the story. Yeah, he is. And like that's he's important to that particular story. Mm-hmm. Okay? But then you get into the 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 last movie like it wasn't about him. His arc doesn't really all that much matter. That's like that's like 
fucking Steve getting upset that my that my autobiography doesn't really include a whole lot of him. I don't think yeah. anybody knows who that is. Doesn't matter. Okay. See? Exactly my fucking point. Fair enough. Fair Steve's enough. Steve's my roommate, and I don't fucking like him. So my point being, it's like it's it wasn't a story about about Finn. And personally, I think that them sort of touching that Finn might be force sensitive. I thought that was too much and unfucking necessary and kind of stupid. You know, it's like, oh, everybody in Heroes is a fucking superhero. It's like, yeah, we're we're glad that you know you don't need to be a super special Skywalker to to be force sensitive. We saw that when they mentioned the kids and stuff like that. But yeah. Jesus Christ, every fucking character in the movie has to be force sensitive. <laughs> but everybody's special, you know. Yeah, it's a twinge of something. It doesn't mean he's you know the next great Jedi. It means he had you know too restless much... leg syndrome, right? <laughs> yes, it's like shut the fuck up. What your your name hasn't been on the internet in a little while? Shut I don't up. Know. I don't know. I just fuck him. It's just my whole thing, you know. Just just something to talk about. I would not have wanted more of Finn in those movies. I got just enough of Finn. Hmm. Scr- Ray, uh, dude, she's fine. <laughs> Just, she's fine. Seriously, she he actually almost did more to cause harm to her than help her, right? In 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 Rise of Skywalker. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What's Jeopardy? She have to put herself in to save your ass. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway. <laughs> You wanna you wanna plug Sneaker Museum? I think it's about that time. Um yeah. I don't he hasn't put anything on Instagram today, but he'll probably throw some Jordan stuff up or some playoff stuff because the Celtics are doing well in the playoffs, so uh, but yeah, lots of um lots of vintage watching stuff. Yeah, so um yeah. So it's just uh, a bit fun going through all that. There was an Eddie Murphy uh, vintage concert shirt from the Delirious concert, like back in '83. Really? Yeah, like uh, steam-looking stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's um, it's wild. The stuff's been just sitting in bed. There's so much of it. Oh my god, I take hundreds of pictures every week. <laughs> so, anyway, that's um, what's new with me. So for now, you may disclose more later as it happens. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, I say uh, wear your mask and watch out for shadowy people on airplanes. Yeah, be safe. Watch out. The men in black are out there, and they're—I don't know what they're doing—taking parking spaces or whatever. I don't know. Nobody, nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody really knows. So, because they, yeah. they don't exist. <laughs> well, they're yeah. That's they're busy not existing. Yeah. So good week, everybody. Yeah. Be safe out there. Wear a mask. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. So normally at the end of these episodes, we do something funny or infuriating or something pre-recorded. But as I was um, sitting down going through the news, I found this article uh, that was posted at 532 uh, today. Um, it's right now 642 on Thursday, December 3rd. December, Jesus Christ, it feels like it, doesn't it? September 3rd. And the headline is Trump, 
colon, Americans who died in war are losers and suckers. The president has repeatedly disparaged the intelligence of service members and asked that wounded veterans be kept out of military parades, multiple sources tell The Atlantic. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read as much of this as I can stomach. When Donald Trump canceled a visit to the uh, Ains Marie, sorry, Ains Marne American Cemetery near Paris in 2018, he blamed the rain for the last minute decision, saying that, quote, the helicopter couldn't fly and that the Secret Service wouldn't drive him there. Neither claim was true. Trump rejected the idea of the visit because he feared his hair would become disheveled in the rain and because he did not believe it important to honor American war dead, according to four people with firsthand knowledge of the discussion that day. In a conversation with senior staff members on the morning of the scheduled visit, Trump said, quote, Why should I go to that cemetery? It's filled with losers. In a separate conversation on the same trip, Trump referred to the more than 1,800 Marines who lost their lives at Belleau, Bellu, sorry, my French is awful, uh, one class, one, 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 one quarter of French in ninth grade. It's not going to do it. Uh, as suckers for getting killed. Um, Belleau Wood is a consequential battle in American history and the ground on which it was fought is venerated by the Marine Corps. America and its allies stopped the German advance towards Paris there in the spring of 1918. But Trump on that same trip asked aides, who were the good guys in this war? He also said that he didn't understand why the United States would intervene on the side of the allies. <clears throat> Trump's understanding of con concepts such as patriotism, service, and sacrifice have interested me since he expressed contempt for the war record of the late Senator John McCain, who spent more than five years as a prisoner of the North Vietnamese. Quote, he's not a war hero, Trump said in 2015, while running for the Republican nomination for president. I like people who weren't captured. I'm sure we all remember that. There was no precedent in American politics for the expression of this sort of contempt. But the performatively patriotic Trump did no damage to his candidacy by attacking McCain in this manner, nor did he set his campaign back by attacking the parents of Khan, an army captain who was killed in Iraq in 2004. Trump remained fixated on McCain, one of the few prominent Republicans to continue criticizing him after he won the nomination. When McCain died in August 2018, Trump told his senior staff, according to three sources with direct knowledge of the event, quote, we're not going to support that loser's funeral. And he became furious, according to witnesses, when he saw flags lowered to half staff. What the fuck are we doing that for? Guy was a fucking loser, the president told aides. Trump was not invited to McCain's funeral. These sources and others quoted in this article spoke on condition of anonymity. The White House did not return earlier calls for comment. But Alyssa Farah, a White House spokesperson, emailed me this statement shortly after this story was posted. This report is false. President Trump holds the military in the highest regard. He's demonstrated his commitment to them at every turn, delivering on his promise to give our troops a much-needed pay raise, increasing military spending, signing critical critical veterans reforms, and supporting military spouses. This has no basis in fact. 
Trump's understanding of heroism has not evolved since he became president. According to sources with knowledge of the president's views, he seems to genuinely not understand why Americans treat former prisoners of war with respect, nor does he understand why pilots who are shot down in combat are honored by the military. On at least two occasions since becoming president, according to three sources with direct knowledge of his views, Trump referred to former President George H.W. Bush as a loser for being shot down by the Japanese as a Navy pilot in World War II. Uh, Bush had escaped capture, but eight other men shot down during that same mission were caught, caught, tortured, and executed by Japanese soldiers. When lashing out at critics, Trump often reaches for illogical and corrosive insults, and members of the Bush family have publicly opposed him. But his cynicism about service and heroism extends even to the World War I dead buried outside Paris. People who were killed more than a quarter century before he was born. Trump finds the notion of military service difficult to understand and the idea of volunteering to serve especially incomprehensible. The president did not serve in the military. He received a medical deferment from the draft during the Vietnam War because of the alleged presence of bone spurs in his feet. In the 1990s, Trump said his efforts to avoid contracting sexually transmitted diseases constituted his, quote, personal Vietnam. On Memorial Day 2017, Trump visited Arlington National Cemetery, a short drive from the White House. He was accompanied on this visit by John Kelly, who was then the Secretary of Homeland Security, and who would, a short time later, be named the White House Chief of Staff. The two men were set to visit Section 60, the 14-acre area of the cemetery that is the burial ground for those killed in America's most recent wars. Kelly's son Robert is buried in Section 60, a first lieutenant in the Marine Corps. Robert Kelly was killed in 2010 in Afghanistan. He was 29. Trump was meant on this visit to join John Kelly in paying respects at his son's grave and to comfort the families of other fallen service members. But according to sources with knowledge of that visit, Trump, while standing by Robert Kelly's grave, turned directly to his father and said, I don't get it. What was in it for them? Kelly, who declined to comment for this story, initially believed people close to him said that Trump was making a ham-handed reference to the selflessness of America's all-volunteer force. But later he came to realize that Trump simply does not understand non-transactional life choices. He can't fathom the idea of doing something for someone other than himself, one of Kelly's friends, a retired four-star general, told me, me being the person that wrote the article. He just thinks that anyone who does anything when there's no direct personal gain to be had is a sucker. There's no money in serving the nation, Kelly's friend went on to say. Trump can't imagine anyone else's pain. That's why he would rather say to the father of fallen marina memorial day and that's sorry that's why he would say this to the father of a fallen marine on memorial day in the cemetery where he's buried um let me just scroll up here real quick um the article was written by jeffrey goldberg so when i say i or me that's who i'm talking about I've asked numerous general officers over the past year for their analysis of Trump's seeming contempt for military service. They offer a number of explanations. Some of his cynicism is rooted in frustration, they say. Trump, unlike previous presidents, tends to believe that the military, like other departments of the federal government, is beholden only to him and not the Constitution. 
Many senior officers have expressed worry about Trump's understanding of the rules governing the use of the armed forces. This issue came to a head in early June during demonstrations in Washington, D.C. in response to police killings of black people. James Mattis, the retired Marine General and former Secretary of Defense, lambasted Trump at the time for ordering law enforcement officers to forcibly clear protesters from Lafayette Square and for using soldiers as props. When I joined the military some 50 years ago, I swore an oath to protect and defend the Constitution. Mattis wrote, sorry, (laughs) it was support and defend the Constitution. Sorry, I'm getting a little agitated. Uh, Never did I dream that troops taking the same oath would be ordered under any circumstance to violate the constitutional rights of their fellow citizens, much less to provide a bizarre photo op for the elected commander-in-chief with military leadership standing alongside. Another explanation (laughs) aligns with a broader understanding of Trump's material-focused worldview. The president believes that nothing is worth doing without the promise of monetary payback, and that talented people who don't pursue riches are, quote, losers. According to an eyewitness, after a White House briefing given by the then chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Joe Dunford, Trump turned to aides and said, that guy is smart. Why did he join the military? Oh, boy. Yet another related explanation concerns what appears to be Trump's pathological fear of appearing, appearing to look like a sucker himself. His capacious definition of sucker includes those who lose their lives in service to the country, as well as those who are taken prisoner or are wounded in battle. He has a lot of fear, one officer with first-hand knowledge of Trump's views said. He doesn't see the heroism in fighting. Several observers told me that Trump is deeply anxious about dying or being disfigured, and this worry manifests itself as disgust for those who have suffered. Trump recently claimed that he has received the bodies of slain service members many, many, quote, times. But in fact, he has traveled to Dover Air Force Base, the transfer point for the remains of fallen service members, only four times since becoming president. In another incident, Trump falsely claimed that he had called virtually all, quote, of the families of service members who had died during his term, then began rush-shipping condolence letters when families said the president was not telling the truth. Trump has been, for the duration of his presidency, fixated on staging military parades, but only of a certain sort. In a 2018 White House planning meeting for such an event, Trump asked his staff not to include wounded veterans on grounds that spectators would feel uncomfortable in the presence of amputees. Nobody wants to see that, he said. I really hope the military latches onto this and sees what an immense piece of shit this guy is. (sighs) Well, uh, that's it, everybody. Uh, We'll be back next week.